0: Let's just close our eyes right where we are. Close your eyes and lift your hands in front of you like you're believing for something to fall into those hands. Just close your eyes. Sometimes we close our natural eyes so we can open our our spiritual ones. Sometimes we're so busy seeing, we don't see a thing. Sometimes we're so busy seeing, we're blind. We don't know when Jesus is in a room because we're too busy seeing. And we never see. And so right now, I encourage you with your eyes closed to open the eyes of your heart and begin to see the Lord. I want you to imagine right now the face of Jesus Christ. I want you to imagine his eyes If they're angry eyes, you don't see the Lord. You might see your dad, you might be seeing your father, you might be seeing a friend, you might be seeing an ex-relationship, but you don't see the Lord if you see anger right now. And even though you know what you did even last night, if those eyes hold anger, it is not Jesus. I want you right now to look at the Lord. I want you to imagine how he feels about you. The one who died and hung on the cross, like I want you to think about how do you feel about me? do you feel about me Jesus that you died on the cross I've heard so many sermons I've heard so many messages I've heard the Easter message preached a thousand times but I want to look into the face of the man who died for me what do you feel for me what are your feelings toward me God who gave man emotions what are your emotions I tell you, if you see a smile and eyes like fire, you see the Lord. I tell you, if you see hunger for your heart to be whole, you see the Lord. I tell you, if you see a man who loves you and loves your family and wants every member of your family snatched from the flames of hell, you see the Lord. I tell you, if you see a man who is known as Almighty God that would wrap himself in a baby body, hide himself in a woman's womb and rise up like a child, you see the Lord. I want you to look at him. I want you to imagine his smile over your life. The Bible says in Zephaniah 317, the Lord laughs over you not only does he laugh, he sings and he dances and he leaps and he twirls. If you look at it in the original language, he spins over you with dancing and singing. What is his dance and song over your life? Right now, he's not talking to a whole church. He's not talking to a big group of people. He's talking to you. the Lord is looking at you. He had a divine appointment with you. What does he say to you right now? I love you. I love you. I love you. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I heard you. Yeah, I watched you. I love you. I know the inward makings of your heart. I know every thought. I know everything. I know every motive, every agenda. And I love you. I love you. I know the iniquity of Adam that keeps popping up that nobody else knows you're dealing with. And I love you. I know the thing that you wish to overcome but you can't and that which you wish you would do you don't and that which you wish you would not do you do oh who will save this wretched man this wretched woman oh Jesus Christ said Paul Jesus who knows that sometimes you do what you ought not and sometimes what you ought to do you do not Loves you. I'm talking right now in this very moment the Lord's message to you is I love you. And I love your family. I love your laugh. And whoever needs to hear it in the room the Lord says I like you. I'm the one who likes you. I like you. I like the way you cackle. I like the way you laugh. I like the way I made you. I like the way I designed you. I like the way you walk. And I like the way you talk. I like you. For those of you that think the Lord is tolerating you with his love, that his love is an obligated love, I release you from that now. The Lord says to you, I like you. I like what I did when I formed you in your mother's womb. I like the work I did. I like the design of my hand. I like you. And right there, every answer to every prayer is met. When the Lord looks at you and loves you.
1: Right here, always only Jesus be glorified. My one desire is you. Every answer to every prayer is. Every mission, every plan is always, Always. only.
0: Many of you are experiencing the Lord right now. <laughs> You're experiencing the Lord right now. Thank you, Lord. Oh, oh if you need to repent. But right now you don't need a preacher to call you forward let your heart call to God right now I'm sorry I repent I repent I went back I knew I shouldn't I said it I should I repent I fell off I'm in church I look good but my soul's not clean it's not pure I don't pray I don't talk to God repent repent right where you are right in your heart here we go The Lord says, I'm cleaning your hands right now. I'm cleaning your hands right now. If your hands are dirty, I'm cleaning your hands right now. If your heart is dirty, he's cleaning it. Creating me a clean heart, oh God. They will lift up holy hands. The Lord is making your hands holy again right now. There's just a purifying river moving right now. It's just a purifying river and he's purifying you this is a purifying river and the Lord is cleaning you this is a purifying river if you need to repent just do it right now get it out of the way I'm sorry now that I look at you I realize what's most important I am sorry that I built an altar in my heart for a person who did not die for me. I am sorry that I put images above the image of you in my life. I am sorry for the flooding of other voices and other words running rampant in my mind and not having the word of God. I repent for being a carnal Christian. I repent for trusting in my own ways and leaning on my own understanding. I repent. Just do that in your heart if you need to. I'm sorry, because now that I look at you, this is all that I want to do. Thank you, Father, for purifying our Thank you, Father, for washing our hands. Thank you, Father, for wrongful altars being broken down right now. The altar of ambition. The altar of self. The altar of selfishness. The altars we have given man. The altars we have given wrong relationships. Break them now. Break them now and tear down every altar in our heart and resurrect the altar of the Lord We thank you Father that you've allowed your son to come today we honor you as the guest of the house we honor you as the man of the house we honor you as the head of the church we honor you as the greatest speaker we honor you as the most renowned We give you your pulpit, we give you your stage, we give you your altar, we give you your church, and we give you your people. How could we ever thank you for coming? How could we ever reward or repay you except with our entire lives? That right now you've literally come and cleansed the hearts of man. That in a moment's time, you have just forgiven five to 10 years of repetitive sin. How could we ever repay you? But to lay our lives down for you. How could we ever say thank you? What card would ever be enough? What gift would ever be enough, Jesus, except us? Saying, here we are. You can take my whole life. You can take my whole domain of emotions. You can take my thought processes. You can take my thought patterns. You can take the thought reflex of my mind and renew it. You can take me. That's the only worthy gift. Not a hallelujah, not a song, not a gesture, but just that we would give you our whole lives to say thank you for coming. And not just today, but thank you for coming to this planet where the entire world was not worthy of you and for walking among us. We honor you and we love you. We love you.